The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Now, Jacob Davies is a 19-year-old poet and writer who's with us here just now. How are you doing today? I'm deliriously happy. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm probably about the same, I think. So your new <laughs> poetry collection coming out on the 3rd of June is called Every Night is November. Why is it called Every Night is November? Uh, good question. Um, I think it's it's what it says it is, really. It's, mm. it's dark, moody, smoggy. Um, I suppose you can't be overly scientific about it. It. it's yeah. it's emotion you know it, it's real it's not premeditated pre-calculated mm. or choreographed or anything like that um it's as raw as pain and as raw as joy and yeah. all of those things um and that's what my book is and yeah. that's that's what i am unfortunately for all involved yeah is it quite ironic that it's being released in june but being called <laughs> every night is november yes um there's a lot of poems in there as well about sort of summer themes mm. um, in quite a, a backwards and dark sense I suppose um, so you've got I'm almost certain someone will come yeah. about someone who's who's died and passed on um, so yeah I suppose so yeah I suppose it is yeah so how would you describe the style of the poems really in terms of structure and things yeah so I mean I suppose it's quite dark um, mm. and they're, they're often quite quite dark in that sense um, but it has to be real that, that's the priority yeah. um, it has to be true to me otherwise it's absolutely pointless um, and completely drab and just another book um, amongst the patter and the, the spiel um, I think it's important people have an escape um, which is why I write to escape um, because I think life has the potential to be insufferably cruel at times and mm. I think that's yeah. often reflected in, in my uh, in my work yeah especially during this last couple of years a lot of people have found it tough has that inspired the collection in any way yeah I suppose so I think there's a mm. lot of things as um, isolation and, and low loneliness and, yeah. and separation in that and I think um, now more than ever those themes might be more easy to to identify with as, as a reader mm. um, so you never know that could, that could work for a, in a positive sense in some ways yeah and how long did the poetry collection actually take you to write so it's been a couple of years now um, mm. I started straight after I um, published my last one this is my yeah. second now yeah. um, which I don't know if that was a good idea or not in hindsight <laughs> really um, but it was just you know straight away and um, clearly I still had some things left over to say and and Mm. this is what this is yeah i guess that's an interesting point about it being a good idea or not because do you think a break would have helped or is it maybe better to stay in the swing of writing yeah i suppose so i think Mm. there is despite there being such a short period of time between the two i think there's a remarkable difference in almost outlook and style in in the in the two um the first one the things i've never seen was just an outcry and sometimes when i when i read it back because it was written over such a short amount of time Mm. i can almost see myself wanting to scream in the words whereas Um, every night of November has taken a, a little bit longer to, to put together and it's mm. maybe a little bit more like I've sat back and, and picked my targets in that sense. Yeah, and in terms of COVID again, has that given you a little bit more time? Would it have still been in progress yeah. maybe if COVID hadn't have happened? No, absolutely. I mm. think um, no, it, with the first book particularly, I don't think I'd have even put it together or, or done yeah. anything like that without without COVID. So I almost used that as um, not inspiration, but... Um, yeah. 
that's extra time and yeah. and you know looking at yourself thinking well what what can you what can you achieve and um and and th- thankfully I, I put the first book out and hopefully this one uh, goes just as well yeah and it's quite a big collection of poetry isn't it how do you decide yeah. at what point it's finished you've written enough poems and it's done yeah uh, yeah it's, um it, it felt like the right time it felt mm. like the the collection was done and I was coming to a point where I was writing new things and it when I compared what those things were to what's in the book it didn't feel like the same collection yeah which I appreciate it's a, a rubbish answer but um <laughs> it's almost like a creative autobiography in a sense um yeah. but it's presented in tidy couplets rather than um, um reams and reams of sort of tedious anecdotes yeah. um it is my life it's my creative space and my outlet and um you know there's no one in my creative space that can say no you can't and mm. I quite like that <laughs> that, yeah. that controlling side of it were there any poems maybe that you had written but you cut from it maybe because that would make it too long or they just weren't as good as some of the others oh certainly yeah I think Mm. if I did a book of all the ones I cut I think it might be twice as big as this new (laughs) one yeah yeah. The, the, the way for me with it being my outlet and my way of expressing myself it, it's constant it never stops I don't think mm. today at half past three I'm going to write something it's just yeah, you know constantly c- coming out so yeah, um, yeah th- there's been there's been plenty that have been um, um, put on the floor of the editing room almost yeah and I guess sometimes a poem might not make it in but could you use parts of that poem to make a new poem in the future yeah I, I mean on the rare occasion that, that sort of thing has been done yeah yeah mm. um, like I said, you, you can't be too scientific about it, but yeah. there is um, a, a sense of almost uh, woodworking poems together and chopping bits up and throwing yeah. it, um, which is something I like to avoid a little bit because I feel like it's got to flow and be mm. one thing. But um, yeah, it, it, it's certainly something I've, I've, I've done on a couple of occasions. Yeah. And where do you get your inspiration from for the poems that you write? Yeah. Um, again, another rubbish answer. It's, <laughs> it's everywhere, really. It's writing at times for me can be a little bit like um looking at the dessert menu on the titanic you know it's in a, in a glorious way it's mm. it's freedom in, in absolute captivity um which for me is, is gold dust it's it's invaluable yeah um and there's there's nothing in life which compares in that sense so there's inspiration from all around um a lot from music um other things that i've read and uh, and almost just day-to-day things that just pick up somewhere in the subconscious and it spills out in some sidewards poetic way. Yeah. And a poem about the dessert menu on the Titanic, would it just be about the desserts or do you sort of use that as a link to make it about the Titanic overall? <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I suppose it's that um, um, there's a bit of gallows humour and, mm. and fighting back in the in the face of adversity. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you, can, you can look at the different angles of it and, and build up a bigger picture, um, mm. which is something I quite quite like to do and um hopefully comes across in a in a humorous and ironic way at times yeah and how do you write as well is there a process for coming up with a poem no well it's 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 never mechanical in the sense of i'm going to sit down and today i'll write a poem about this yeah it's almost i have a little notebook which i carry around everywhere which sound makes me sound like a bit of a sado <laughs> um but, and i just scribble down little um sort of couplets and one lines and things like that and eventually when that topic you know in sometimes a day sometimes a week sometimes a month comes together it then becomes a thing and um, sometimes it's good sometimes it's not so good yeah do you find it easy to write though yeah I I think I've always found it quite a natural process I think Mm. it's the only way I can really um, look inwardly and speak to myself and understand myself Mm. Um, I suppose a lot of the time I I, I think in that way and and that comes quite naturally yeah Yeah. Um, which 
is it a curse is it a blessing i'm not i'm not entirely sure yeah and you mentioned of course about the dessert menu and the titanic and things like that for <laughs> yeah. inspiration but do you have to do research a lot or is it mostly your own experience yeah i try, I try to avoid that really i try mm. to avoid almost looking outside of my own head which sounds again quite egotistical um, yeah. but it has to be my thing it can't be um you know anyone else's work in in, in that sense it's got yeah. to be it's got to come from me it's got to flow from me and and i i love that in the sense of no one says no you can't it's mm. it's what i have to give it's what i have to say and that's 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 my space yeah and in this poetry collection there is a section a and a section mm. b what is the difference between the sections yes yeah, so um in the simplest way it's it's chronologically so the first mm section was written before the second section they're almost two different books in a sense really but um with with similar threads and things like that um i think for those that read it they'll find it's it's a little bit darker in the second section mm-hmm. and there's that um gradual thread um yeah. i don't going back too much but there's there's almost like a a, a, a descent to insanity through mm-hmm. section a and section b yeah. um and also i just quite like the idea as someone who um likes vinyl records and things like that of having yeah. a section a and section b and just um it feels quite separate and quite and quite natural to have that um division yeah is it a gradual change from sort of lighter to dark or does it change immediately when you get to section b yeah i I mean, I don't suppose any of it's particularly light, um, yeah. but um, there isn't there is a noticeable difference. It mm. feels um, sharper, I, I, I would say. I think in section A, where it sometimes it could feel quite silky to read it, if that makes sense. It, yeah. It's a little bit like lying on a bed of nails in the in the second half. It's it's abrupt and it's it's quite an intense read. And um, I mean, I, I can't have it any other way really. That's that's yeah. the way it's it's been. Yeah. And you mentioned you're a fan of vinyl. You like Morrissey, don't you? Absolutely. Yes. Um, I think he's just he's so different which mm. is which is magical um i think morrissey fans feel spoken to um accepted and understood um and all of those things which <laughs> for us morrissey fans is quite rare yeah and sometimes maybe this is an unfair assumption but a lot of his lyrics are miserable and dark <laughs> is that maybe partly where you have got your inspiration from well i wouldn't say miserable to start off with but we can <laughs> we can leave that there um yeah I, there's, there's a lot of inspiration for music I, I think I'm not sure if I would have had the, the, the courage to, to to write and to share the things that I've written if mm. it wasn't for, um, I say, people like Morrissey. How many people like Morrissey are there? But, um... <laughs> hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, and, and artists like Bell and Sebastian and Mark mm-hmm. Morris and, and people like that. Um, so yeah, a lot of inspiration, a lot of inspiration comes from that, um, and mm. it's, it is a really, really important thing for me. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't want to put you on the spot here, but is there any chance you'd be able to read us one of your poems just now? <laughs> yeah, go on then. Let me uh, 
So this is um, a sonnet for a Wednesday afternoon, which I've um, see, I've picked a short one for you, yeah. um, which, <laughs> which I've just gone on my social medias this uh, this afternoon. Um, mm. It's part of the thing. I'm putting out a poem from it each week to sort of um, build it up. So um, as you lay awake all night with your fingers crossed, waiting for any excuse to abort the mind's sickening solitude relay, please remember nothing good is lost. It's just a little further away. When the day comes where this loneliness is buried in sand and they all want your autograph, keep your hands by your side and try not to laugh there is only sunshine in your path no matter which way the river sways embrace the waves of contentment in the aftermath or live however you must underneath changing rays just don't align your pain with mine by feeling left behind hey is that part of this collection or is that a standalone thing it is yes so that's um at the end of section a um which sort of almost feeds into the the change in section b yeah uh yeah and you've actually recorded some of the poems as songs are they spoken like with a bit of music or do you actually sing them yes so they are they are spoken they are Mm. very much um spoken word poems um there's six of them ready to go out the first one um came out the end of last month Mm -hmm. uh, which was don't mess with juliet which i've had um a lot of nice feedback about which has been nice yeah um so there's a couple coming there's i'm almost certain some will come Mm. henry's hands uh to those who depart this journey postcards and have you yet met jenny quite pleased i remember those um (laughs) so they're they're coming out over the next couple of weeks yeah that's excited what made you want to release them as audio versions um i think you get an extra element from listening to it um Mm. despite what you've just heard me uh, stumble out there (laughs) um i think you get an extra element with with the music as well and um, in many ways with with music you can feel closer to the to the writer or the Mm. singer or the artist or the poet or whatever um so that's that's really um what what i get from that in ones like don't mess um have you yet met jenny mm. um you hear gunshots and and sort of a loud party music in the start which comes in way before you even even hear the spoken word so i think you just get another angle out of it and it's something i've I really enjoyed messing around with and just um you know putting my words to music because it's the first time i've done something like that yeah and maybe some people don't really like reading so it's a good mm. way it's just like an audio book isn't it really but with yeah. music yeah. which makes it even more exciting absolutely and in this um you know dystopian age of social media and things yeah. like that that um youtube is it's just it's in the grasp of your hand isn't it so mm. um that was another reason as well it, it's that you know how can i get this out there to as many people as possible and yeah um you know with youtube and, and recorded uh, poetry it, it can be a little bit more easy to digest as well um which which again i've enjoyed doing yeah a lot of people might find it and go oh i didn't realize i liked poetry and there you go <laughs> Well, I don't know if I like poetry, so... <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Do you read other people's poems for inspiration or just for fun? No, no, absolutely, yeah. Mm. There's uh, bo- absolute, both of those things, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I love the poetry of Anne Sexton, yeah. um, Christina Rossetti, Oscar Wilde, um, mm. people like that are just... It's invaluable to, to, mm. to sit and read something that you that you connect with, even if it was written 200 years ago. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I'm a huge poetry fan and... Um, take a lot of inspiration from it as well yeah absolutely so here we go then how did you actually get started in writing poetry yeah um i I can't remember almost you know people say the first thing you've written or anything Mm. like that 
I've, I've been writing since I was around 11 and it was almost by accident. It's just, I just scribbled things down that I thought and it turned into whatever, but I didn't, um, didn't show anyone anything I'd written until I was about 15. Mm. Um, uh, when a, a competition at my college came up. Mm. Um, so I, I, I went in for that. Um, and I, it, and it got quite well received. So I thought, why not? So I spent a couple of, uh, couple of months sort of scraping together things I'd written for the things they've never seen, which is why I suppose that collection is, is an outcry. And it, yeah. at times I'll even, I'll admit it's quite clumsily put together, but mm. it is what it is for that reason. You know, it, it's just, here I am almost um so yeah so I started quite I mean I can't remember not writing if I'm honest with you it's always been my outlet and my way of getting out all those feelings um so yeah so it's it's been quite a while yeah and why did you not show anyone your poetry for the first few years were you just not proud of it or was it just not a big thing in your life it was always huge but Mm. it was just absolute fear if I'm honest with you it was you know how dare anyone uh take that step into my mind and and see what's going on in there it was it was always something to be uh, um, pushed under the carpet, if you know what I mean, and and, and kept to one side. Um, but I'm 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 hugely glad that I did show show yeah. people my work because it's something now I'm immensely proud of, mm. um, and it means I can um, write a collection like Every Night Is November, yeah. um, and I can um, I can celebrate it in that way because mm. you know the the some when some of the pages are real days in my life and and real things, and yeah. again I'm, I'm immensely proud of it, and it, it means a lot to me. Mm. And I guess sometimes you don't have to fear what people might think of you because just because you've written something down people don't necessarily think that that's what you actually think yeah absolutely yes yeah and there's a lot of um separation to be found with um uh, speaker and poet you know mm. there's there are two different things there the writer and what they are writing about so uh, yeah. a couple of my um poems from the new book are actually in quotation marks so they're yeah. said by characters who aren't me and mm. um i mean i'm sure people who are close to me would would, would see some resemblances there <laughs> but um yeah, there, there is a differentiation there at times mm. and almost a way you can put something out there without feeling too exposed and too vulnerable um but again it's it's what i have to give and what i have to say and that's um yeah. something that's really important to me. yeah and you have to have a boundary don't you between your life and what you write is there sometimes stuff yeah. that maybe you can't really write about because it's just too personal <laughs> yes absolutely and that's where um my friends metaphors come in and things yeah. like that um sometimes i do write things um i mean there's a poem called i'll name drop there's a, a <laughs> poem called Latvian Strangers in my uh, new book um, mm. and also Smile by the Chapel ones which come to mind which I wrote originally and thought oh god can I can I say that can I sort of put that out there quite so mm. frankly and openly and sometimes with a little bit of messing around with it and sometimes I just think yeah go for it um, yeah. so there is sometimes that that um, danger of stepping over a boundary mm. um, but at the moment I'm comfortable with it so we'll, we'll yeah. see what happens Yeah. Now what's coming up after this collection is there going to be a third one? I've absolutely no idea um, <laughs> um, I, I'm, st- I'm still writing constantly, mm. I think the, the, the day I sent off this collection um, this catastrophe to be printed <laughs> um, I, I was I wrote something else as well um, so mm. I, I've no idea, I think, I think there'll be more of a break than there was last time I felt like after the things I've never seen um, because it wasn't 100% how I'd want it to be. I felt like there was a bit of a point to prove there and mm. something I had to correct um, in Every Night is November. Um, but I'll, no matter what happens next, I'll, I'll never be able to stop writing whether I like it or not. So yeah. um, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll yeah. see. And you've got a copy there behind you, it looks like, which has yes. been staring at me this whole time, but I've only <laughs> just noticed. Conveniently close. Why did you decide to have a cat on it? Yes, yeah, so I, I, 
again, I'll bring it closer. Yeah. Um, so I quite like this image. Um, mm. It's it's that contrast of the pink and the black and the light and the dark, which yeah. I think sums up the, the book really, really well. Um, cats as well, quite sort of, in this picture anyway, quite gloomy and quite yeah. uh, isolated figures. And I also just quite love cats as well. So I've had a couple of people um, who have seen the front cover um, sort of come to me and talk about their cat. I mean, it's it's a way into conversation about the book. So um, I'm, I'm certainly not complaining. Yeah. Well, where can we find Every Night is November when it's released on the 3rd of June? Yes, so it's available to pre-order now uh, from my website, uh, which is jdvswriter.com, which is just J Davis, but without any other vowels, which I thought was quite clever. Yeah. Um, and then also I'm on uh, I'm on Twitter uh, at jdavis_writer. Great. And it's out just in time for the Queen's Jubilee, which <laughs> is somehow appropriate, but I don't know how. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, pro-monarchy uh, poems in the book, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure, you'll enjoy that. Fancy. Well, many thanks for joining us today. It's been great having you on. Thanks a lot. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.